we need to do a great episode. And I can tell you right now, this is going to be a problem because Billy Joel is my mother-in-law's one of her favorite musicians. This also, okay. this is an Aaron's mom album all day. Uh-oh. Uh, well, you know what that means. Okay, here we go. She did tell me she plans to listen, it's, so it's, we're in trouble. It's, it's okay, you know what? For one-on-one with Aaron's mom. Mom and oh, Rob's mother-in-law. Yeah. Now listen. I'm going to tell you, my mom does not want you to pick on me on this on this episode, which you did not last week. No, we didn't did pick on you. Last week you did Okay, not. I think Russell said something unsavory about your wife, but that was it. Now listen. <laughs> but it was a week ago, so I can't remember. Here's was the that deal. The, was that the egg yolk or the asshole joke? Oh, oh God. No. Okay. And you know what? That brings me to the next. Russell, are you listening? Our moms are listening right now. Oh, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is the mom record. Moms are going to be listening to this across the country. They just got their new Galaxy phones. Okay. It yeah. auto, auto, automatically downloads some podcasts. Oh, what am I going to listen to? I'm going to listen to Beck Did It Better talk about Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. So, guys, guess what? I'm going to make a commitment right now. This is going to be a clean episode. Okay, this is going to be the clean episode, and I've had a little bit of a problem oh, with that lately. That. No, fuck <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> what, what? What? Don't, don't say that. Okay, please. Hey. And I have had a problem. I feel like lately I've been trying to like double the dirtiness, double the dirtiness. And you know what? Like I said, it's got to stop. So this tonight's we, the night. This is when the, they, we unite against you, Rob. We've had one of these before, I believe. I it know. Was, uh, no, I, I know. I can find that episode. You did not like it when we went over the top on you. With that. it was not good, guys. We can all. Be above board this whole time. We don't have to be dirty. We are above. funny. We we go up high. We come down hard, Rob. You're trying to you're trying to tempt me, and it's not going to work. This is a mom. All those the high hey, hard ones. Moms, come on in. <laughs> this is a mom friendly episode. Okay, moms, gather around. Okay, let's talk about Billy Joel, mom's favorite artist. Okay, and guess what? In this case, mom's right. You know what I mean? Because this is a great album. Let's talk about Billy Joel. Moms, hey, you driving your grandkids around now? Turn it up. It's You're safe to have it in the car with the kids. Will you walk us through all your purple hyperlinks of where you've searched for when mom was right? (laughs) I will not be tempted, okay? Away with you. Okay. Oh, this is Jesus in the temple right here, or in the desert. I'm going to have to go back and reread. I'm not sure how that works. I feel like if Matt was in the Garden of Eden and the snake was like, here, eat this, eat this apple. And Matt's like, ugh, no, I won't. Man, that's what, the apples in my backyard right now. So good. Like surprisingly good apples right in my backyard. Wow. You live in Eden? <laughs> it would, yeah, that'd be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. I wonder what would give me mind bending diarrhea. How about eating too many <laughs> apples in a day? <laughs> or Dang drinking, it. I'm or trying. drinking an espresso martini that's been sitting here for a week. Okay. Oh. Moms, moms. I know you just stepped out. You're kind of halfway out the door. Come on back in. That's the last I don't think one. My, like diarrhea jokes. That's just my, that's got mom's sweet spot. Moms don't worry about diarrhea. They just, they clean that stuff up. Like, no you know problem. what? It's true. Moms do talk a lot about their gastrointestinal, like what's going on, <laughs> what was going on, what's made it better. You know what? Billy Joel and uh, stomach issues, two of mom's favorite things. Moms, come on in. It's safe again for you moms out there. Pepto-Bismol shots for everyone. What age did you guys realize your parents, all they, all they talk about are like health issues? Like mm-hmm. at what at what age in your life do you is it all about like well I've got like a cataract like I've got a cataract so I've got I've got to get something work done I don't know my par- I, I'm still not there yet my parents are young so I, I'm st- I would say I'm still not there I think it's see my mom doesn't talk about her medical issues she does what I call the full body scan where she takes her eyes from my tippy top of my head all the way down to the bottom of my toes all the way back up to the tippy top of my head uh. slower than you would think. Okay, like she is, she is giving me a RoboCop scan, and then she says, "You know, I have high uh, cholesterol." I'm like, "Okay, I see what's going on here." 
Okay. I know what's going on. My mom's. It's kind of a nice way of doing it, though, right? Wow. So this is it's cheaper. That's real okay. Jedi ninja shit. It's cheaper. She, she she only takes a little. She she accepts my insurance, which is nice, actually. Uh, listen, <laughs> we are not going to be dirty tonight, and there has been a problem, and I think I figured out why. Okay, so let's turn on K Rob, which in this case stands for Clean Clean Rob tonight, and let's listen to the radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K Rob K R O B. You know, Big Papa Rob wants to work clean, but somebody won't let him. I tried to be subtle when I joke with the guys. I keep it lighthearted when we improvise. But I get no laughs from any of these three. Then I say 69, cause Aaron only laughs when the joke is dirty. So we talk about sex and shooting some goo. Then I talk about my balls and how they are so blue It breaks my heart cause I want to work clean It causes me grief but Aaron only laughs when the jokes are dirty Saying that so well, you should have a couple of drinks, get in a car. Uh, Now, listen. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. That will not be a recurring joke. Moms, come on back in. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I smashed my balls. No, Rob, no. Aaron didn't laugh at that. I was wrong. The song was wrong. Okay, you're right. Smashed my balls episode. (laughs) We did, actually. Oh, no. (laughs) In 2020. No, I didn't even do that yet, did I? 2020, four friends decided to listen to everyone of the greatest 500 albums decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. This world, and they texted the subway, the music screen. They're listening to this podcast now. No, I didn't do this one. I didn't do it. We just started with the song. Okay. Sick. We are far hey, from slow down and research. All opinions are our own unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy the mom's version of Beck Did It Better. We are all the way up to album 169. And from 1977, <laughs> we have Billy Joel with The Stranger. <laughs> I can't believe this guy went on to sing for Green Day. Uh, I've got uh, I've got four guys here who can no longer die young, so that's good. 
Uh, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, Good, Rob. You know, on this podcast, we ain't too pretty. We ain't too proud. We might be laughing just a bit too loud, especially when you go dirty like you always do. I did get that text about being loud. It's true. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've got Russell. Waking the cats. I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, a bottle of white, a bottle of red. Perhaps my first date is pregnant instead. Oh, oh boy. Whatever oh. kind of mood our listeners are in, we'll meet them anytime they want at a barbecue vegan rat infested restaurant. Oh, man, that place closed. I didn't even get to tell you guys. Solely vegan closed. Super bummer. Aaron's wife at gmail.com and told me I had to let you guys. Wow. Know. I can't believe it. I was hoping to buy a franchise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I've got a barbecue place. Oh, good. It's vegan. All right. Well, see you later. Like, where can I invest? (laughs) That's great. I've made a lot of money in the stock market. I need some losses. Please let me invest. All right. That was a joke for all you financially responsible moms out there. Uh, Listen, and I've got Aaron, who was just, and this was kind of sad. He was just at a funeral for a chef he knew, and he got to give the eulogy. How'd that go? Well, it was just one word, Russell. Recipe. I think there's supposed to be an S. Recipes. There we go. Nailed it. Oh. All right. Aaron in California. Aaron, how are you doing? Rob, you can get what you want or you can just get old. Let's talk about Billy Joel and the Stranger. Nice. Go. I love it. Let's go to the voicemail. I just called to say. There you go. I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I can kiss my ass. God, no. listeners are dumb shits. They're just the dumbest of the dumb. God, God they're don't. Are dumb Moms, shits. just not the dumbest of the dumb. <laughs> Hello there, brother. I got a question for you. What are you going to do when a 24-inch pythons are wrapped around you? Now, my real question to you, my brothers, or for you, my brothers, I want to hear from you. Can I go in there? Your all-time favorite WWF or WCW or WWE wrestler. Oh, yeah, brother. I was going to pick an NWE guy, but I guess that's not, or AEW guy, but I guess he didn't list that. Uh, NJW. Just like Aaron's Wi-Fi there, that accent was going and going gone by the end of that call. It kind of changed pretty drastically. But I think the gist of that call was, who is your all-time favorite wrestler? Obviously, it's a listener who maybe wants us to talk about more wrestling, much to the complaints of everyone else. Rob, what he's asking is, (laughs) if you were going to pick the wrestler where the cream rises to the top, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What wrestler would you pick? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I, I, (laughs) is that really yours? Is that your, yeah. Is that your number one? No. Can't pick the macho, man. In a voice that mom's listening would know. Who's your favorite, Rob? Honestly, the guy who I would always get excited to see was Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, that's a good choice. We should pull up his classic. Pull classic up his music, choice. Rob. We pull up Jake the Snake theme. That's what moms want to hear is 80s wrestling music. If it wasn't for the moms listening, I would talk about Jake the Snake on that Vice video thing and what he talks about on there. Where he's like, yep, you're on the road so long. See, Rob, you can never trust a snake. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was like, you know, you're on the road so long. You're having sex with one woman, having sex with two women. Then you're just watching them have sex. Like that was his whole thing of like. And when it, I show you my snake Damien and I lay my cobra across your neck. <laughs> you know why? You, I like, you will tap out to the one, two, three. Oh, that's so good. It's so creepy. It's so good. Do you want to guess why? Now, keep in mind, I have a very small brain, and it was even smaller when I was younger, okay? Do you know why I like Jake the Snake Roberts? Why is that? Because he has a snake? No. Matt, do you know why? Look at me. Look at my face, Matt. Why would I like Jake the Snake Roberts? (laughs) I have a small brain. Uh, You like to do a lot of drugs? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's because... You kind of look like him? It's because he had the name Robert. In his name. And I was like, that fucking rules. Okay, point. I mean, meanwhile, my dad, whose name was Smash, you'll never believe. (laughs) (laughs) And do you want to guess what my mom's name is? Axe. Mr. Fuji. All right. (laughs) My mom was the amazing Elizabeth, of course. Uh, Matt, who is your favorite wrestler? Uh, I mean, I always had, I was frantically writing down kind of my. Hundred favorite uh, timelines. Like my one hundred favorite. Knocked off the list. Yeah. No. And you know, it, there came a point in life when it was like, you just got to stop watching wrestling. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I got there. So I think I, I started I out with super said, You go ahead. Have you seen any of the ladder matches recently? No. My kids and I watch one wrestling event of the year, and that is Money in the Bank, the ladder match, Matt. That was in Minneapolis this year, wasn't it? it when they, oh, that would have been awesome to see. When they get ladders, because the ladder match, Aaron, have you seen a ladder match? No, I used to watch no, them all the time. Not since the yeah. like, Money in the Bank hey, ones. Hey, like, yes. Rob, what was that pay per view called? What was that pay per view called again? Money in the Bank. It doesn't matter what that pay per view was called, Rob. <laughs> Matt, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, okay, I'll just I'll go, I'll go through this just for Russell Morgan. Yes. So I, I've got kind of a timeline, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, starting out with Superfly, Jimmy Snuka, so, hey, uh, yeah, Steamboat. Hey, hey, Matt, let's Ricky. pick a few more guys who killed their wives. By the <laughs> yeah, way, in the hey, yeah, yeah, Chris Benoit, yeah, Sup- Sup- uh, Superfly, Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and go. then you know the there Rockers and into Shawn Michaels, and then you know I did like Stone Cold. I had a nice Stone Cold uh, series, and then Mick Foley. I'm he into was pretty chewing, great, kicking ass and chewing bubble gum, and I am all out of bubble gum. Aaron, what about you? I have two favorite eras of wrestling. Number number one favorite was freshman year of college watching with Russell. So in his dorm room. So that was that was the rock at his, the height of his heading on his ascent to being the mm-hmm. WWF champion. So it was the rock, Mick Foley, Stone Cold, all of that. So I love that era. So any of those those guys. And then for me, the most nostalgic I feel about wrestling was there was a period of time where AWA wrestling was on after school might have been on like ESPN. Oh. And I don't even know, it was it must have been like replays, but it was like Abdullah the Butcher and Terry Funk, Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron, put your hand guys. out. I know you were into the club, but put your hand out. That's disgusting. Kerry Von Eric. So that's it. So number one for me, Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Eric. I loved everything about his persona. I loved watching him wrestle. I love the story about him. And there's a movie coming up coming up about him uh, in December. So I got to go with Kerry Von Eric as my number one all-time wrestler. I'll tell you, you no, know, you know, if we're going two eras, I do. I always loved Goldberg. Just the simple idea of a guy who obviously has yep. almost no wrestling. It was fun. Skill, it was but fun. he was just, he had the biggest, like when you the saw fear. his lats, you were like, those are the biggest lats I've ever seen. That's the biggest right. traps I've ever seen in my life. Like just his upper body was, I was like, that's what I want to look like for sure. But he couldn't wrestle for shit. 
No, not at all. He's terrible. <laughs> uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling well to, uh, whoops. Not that I gotta part of the go. Show my yet. favorite of all time was definitely it's the excellence of execution. The best there is, oh, the best yes. there was, the best there ever will be. Rob, hit the music. It's Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, oh, I should have guessed wait. that. I should have known. Wait, I think I have the wrong. Watching Rob spell Brett the Hitman Hart with two T's and Brett <laughs> is just like infuriating <laughs> for me, but that's fine. I'll let hey, it go. Hey, Brett with one T was my dad. Call me Brett. The, elect, the, the guitar hits at the beginning of this, and the hitman comes walking out. I'm in on this. I'm, I'm, I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Did he get to keep his... Yeah, because the other thing I forgot to mention was the Monday Night Wars. That was when I was watching with Russell. Did he get to keep his music when he briefly appeared in WCW? Did he get to bring his music over, or did he get new music? Let's check it out. Brett. No, no you don't get to take your music. No way. Heart theme. Song WCW. WCW. No, it's got to be Aaron, this is investigative journalism. This I is like important. This It'll sound very similar, but it will be different. Oh, See, wow. Totally it's right. slightly similar, but different. Similar enough that the fans, he would get that he would get that pop, right? As they say in the wow. wrestling biz. But you could, it's just like WCW2 where it's just a little bit worse. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit cheaper. Like you could see this leading to RoboCop getting Sting out of a cage. Like this makes it's, sense. It's like the knockoff uh, Beck Did It Better podcast <laughs> where they're covering albums 501 to 1000. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Starring John from Edina, Barry from Burnsville, Joe from Woodbury. Yeah. Oh, my God. What and a Suzanne. podcast that would be. Music, Mike. Probably. One of the things I always loved about the Hitman was he would come out and he would give the kids, like, his sunglasses. Remember, like, Rob, you got oh, yeah. the Hitman Heart sunglasses. If you guys were wrestlers and you were going to come out and give away, like, an item, what would you guys be giving away? 529 accounts so the kids would stop watching this and maybe get a, an education. And Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with Matt. I would probably take off my socks and throw them into the crowd because I love taking off my socks. It's oh, one of my favorite you, things to do. Would you do it like Million Dollar Man style, Rob? Where like, I want one of you, or Rick Rude, like I want one of yeah. you fat, yep. overweight sweat hogs to come out here and take my socks off yeah. while I show the fans what a real man's ankles look like. I have a tiny towel that's around my legs that I like open it very slowly and you can and see like my socks. And like women are fainting left and right when you take the towel off to show uh, them your ankles. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Oh. Hey, Miss Elizabeth, why don't you come up here and take off my socks? Oh. <laughs> I Brett the Hitman Heart too, and not to kill a bit, but Brett the Hitman Heart always made me think too. Why was the figure four painful? Like it never made oh, sense stop, to me. They're stop, just stop, stop, they're stop, bending stop, stop. their legs. No, 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 no. He did the sharpshooter, Rob. The figure well, four is the opposite. The same thing. Yeah, the sharpshooter, you turn him over. <laughs> like, of course, that's painful, and it's going to hit you in the low back, maybe across the shins. <laughs> yeah. I don't like know. Me? I, Rob, it looks like when we're in Las Vegas, January. Matt, when are we in Vegas? Uh, January 19th through the 22nd at the link. No, you That's can't. the tell link I in Northwest. No, no. <laughs> I, we should have a sharpshooter competition. Let's see who can make who submit with the it, sharpshooter. It's, it's a Rob Aaron sharpshooter figure four. Right. You roll back yes, and forth. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> reverse, because you got to reverse the pressure, right? There's no way I will not get injured. I will 100% get injured. But oh. I think we should try it anyway. Can we imagine Aaron comes back home <laughs> in multiple casts? His wife is like, 
What, what happened? happened? <laughs> he reversed the sharpshooter on Rob me. Put a, Rob four. put a wrestling move on me. <laughs> Listen, you're never going to believe what happened to me. Oh, wait, you listen to the podcast, then you will totally believe what happened to me because we talked about it months ago. Uh, can you go out and play Leprechaun Tag? Because I'm in these cats. I got to go inside and listen to records. Make chili. Uh, all right. Russell, was that it? Was that it for the voicemail? I think so. Oh, well, that was pretty good, good I thought. Best wrestler. I think so. I enjoyed it. I mean, brother. Well, Aaron's favorite wrestler, of course, for sure, was Jesse the Body Ventura, but he liked his later work more. He likes some of that stuff he was doing. Is this where I have to say that I voted for Jesse the Body Ventura? I did, for sure. I mean, I 100% voted for The guy was in Running Man. He was in Running Man. Okay, that's all you need to hear. Russell and I saw him in the... I mean, still one of the most amazing moments of my life was we go to see him in... At St. Olaf College in what oh, yeah. September of '98? So right before like, he's elected, within right a two, before, three but months. when he was yeah. still polling at like one percent, like oh, this is there's no chance. So we mm-hmm. go. We, we had more listeners than he had voters at that time. Yes, yes, and we go just because he's Jesse the Body Ventura, and he says something in in the auditorium at St. Olaf about like. I think if kids want to go to college, they can find a way to pay for it, and every kid in there goes like apeshit for it, and it's like you know. Many of us were not paying for our own college. And then Russell went up and asked him a question about no, the no, best rewind, match you ever No, rewind. What he said was, I'll take questions for a while. I'll take any questions you guys want. If you want to talk about politics, I'll take those. If you want to yep. talk about sports, wrestling, if you whatever you want to talk about, I'll I, take questions. I would have asked him a question That's of right. when the underwater demolition team merged with the SEALs. Because <laughs> there seems to be some confusion on his part with that. There seems like some discrepancies there. So then I went up there and I snapped off a Slim Jim and I was like, I'm the tower of power, <laughs> too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Oh, yeah. And then I voted for him. And then, yeah, <laughs> of course you did. Now, I want to play a game right now, guys. Okay. And this will be the first game of the night. All yeah. right. Oh, okay. We okay. didn't play a game earlier that got edited out. Uh, we did. Right now, do you think the over under is 34%? Did 34% of you three, so over one out of three of you, see the movie Running Man? Okay. Now, just think to yourself right now have over one out of three of you seen the movie Running Man? Matt, what do you think? Yes or no? No. Russell? No. Oh, oh, Aaron, you probably should say no because it seems also like... Also no. Oh. <laughs> no. That's a zero for three. <laughs> this is fucked. You hear about the You've never seen Sub-Zero? Fireball? But you're just too I, think that's, uh, I think you're talking about Mortal Dynamo. Kombat. Is that Mortal Kombat? Oh my God! If you hear from guys, guys Sub Zero is played by Professor Tanaka. He's credited in the movie as Professor Tanaka. It's crazy. We have gone off the rails. You don't know anything about Ben the Butcher Richards, the Butcher of Bakersfield. Oh, Aaron, it's uh, a it's, mm, sounds guys, interesting though. Maybe I should check it out. Guys, hashtag Rob's right to the backline. If Rob is right and these people are, hey guys, I gotta log idiots. off the Zoom to go watch Running Man. But not watching. You know what I did? I I saw some good video of Hammer doing the Running Man recently. And oh, okay, okay, that means it is time. Oh my God, we're only to rolling going. I can't believe it. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> pull up some Hammer doing. I mean, doing the Running Man. I guess yeah, he did, he did the Running Man, right? And then the Hammer Dance. Yeah. And don't forget. 
I practiced yeah. doing too legit. I, by the way, for people at home, I just did the whole too legit to quit thing, but it was very slow because my hands are very big. Um, I practiced too legit to quit with my hands all the time. Like it was going to come up in life where somebody would say something. I'd be like, no, I'm too legit to quit. We should bring it back though. We should definitely um, bring it back. Yeah. The problem is, is that I quit a lot and guess what? <laughs> quitting, is, quitting is actually legit. When you quit it's something, there's no better feeling. Feels great. Uh, Fuck that. that. Hey kids, coach yourself. You know what I mean? I'm out yeah. of here. See you, <laughs> Rob. All of your hand signals with too legit to quit are like a single grain of sand in the Sahara desert. That is macho madness. Oh yeah. Boy, that sounds just like a guy I played baseball with. Uh, Aaron. Rolling, going. How's it going with you? You know, I'm glad. Uh, it reminds me. I've, been, I've had this on my mental list for a long time, but I don't write them down, and I should. I've been I love meaning that to show. ask you guys. The mentalist? About, I've been meaning to ask you guys about hand signals. And honestly, this dates back to like the COVID times when we were wearing masks oh. and stuff. Okay. Which is like, what are. So, I mean, the basic question I want to ask is what do you think of a guy like me? Who uses the shaka? Because uh -oh. I really, I can feel like the shaka no, is a can't. great mm -hmm. hand signal. You cannot do that. No, no, that no don't, don't use the shaka. Just, no, just, I want to hear this out. So you think that you might become a shaka guy? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I went through a very, I went Boy. through various permutations of like what hand signals do I yep. like to use during mm -hmm. COVID, right? Because it'd be like, you know, the, like I would do a thumbs up. You know, like oh, hey, yep, maybe a salute. Yeah, very happy for you to. Let, oh, I haven't tried the salute. That's a good one. You say to people like this, you say, you're okay, and you make an O like this, right? And then you want to point to that's okay. So then you point to the O that you made with the other hand. I'm okay. You make that symbol. <laughs> that's my favorite hand symbol. It's a visual joke. I like, don't, like, moms, I like to don't do, do the, it. I like to do the salute when I get on the, the airplane first. I get it. Somehow when oh, you I do like the that. salute yep. sign, you yep. get on the yeah. plane before everyone else. It's great. Yep. Hey, I'm, I'm a veteran in a wheelchair, okay? In my Navy whites. <laughs> I salute you. Load and I have like a big, kid like, and I have like, a baby. Yeah. The most frequent one for me is like kids. This dog, this giant dog is a service animal. <laughs> like my son is like such a wonderful kid and so sharp, but like still is the worst at crossing a street of any person I've met in my life. And so it's, I'm just constantly like grabbing him by the shoulder yep. because he's going to walk out in front of a car. <clears throat> Unfortunately, in our neighborhood, there's a lot of kids. So like people are always stopping to let us cross the street. So like a lot of my hand signals are like, Thumbs up. Thank you for letting me cross yep. the street. I like this. I like the salute idea. I often like to do the, you know, the thankful hands, like the, you oh. know, the, the, the thing, you know, or like leaving a restaurant, you know, but I, right. I do find myself like I, I find myself using the shaka no. fairly frequently. And oh, I don't know no, how you guys feel. I mean, wow. So if we're together, like next time we're together, if I'm giving no, the shaka, how do we? That's a, no, I, I didn't know you have yeah, been using the shaka. I've been using thinking it, yeah. about it. I, I've been oh. using it, but I think about you guys when I use it because I think like, what would the Beck Did It Better crew say about my use of the Shaka? But I'm getting a strong message. I'm getting a strong message. <sighs> I, you know what? I wanted to be a Shaka guy so bad. I really right? did because when it I was in Hawaii good. once, somebody drove by and gave me the Shaka, and I was like, I'm the coolest guy in the world. My day is made. I'm set. And and I just I couldn't pull it off. I I'm now like a like a head down, one finger up guy. Oh, that's like my farmer. Guy. Yeah, like that's yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my like, yep, like, hey, yeah, sorry about my kid. That's kind of the symbol, you know, for sorry okay. about my kid. <laughs> my bad. My, kid, my kid's trying to kill himself in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to sample all the ice cream. You know, they learned it from yeah. their mom. I don't think they should. <laughs> but I'm powerless to do anything. Russell, what's all your right. hand symbol of choice? 
I'm, I'm kind of like a two finger salute. I'm like, like oh, a, I like that. A two finger. It's not a salute from the head, but kind of like from mm-hmm. the temple up, kind of like a hey, I got you. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same. We're on the. We're on the same wavelength. I know that. I love it. But my uh, ice cream eater doesn't need to be trying all the samples of the ice mm-hmm. cream. But I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wait. Rob, hey, that, I'm just, Rob, I'm just might a hand be, wave. They might be talking loud in a small store, but guess what? I'm powerless. I can't say anything. Okay. <laughs> can't say anything. I'm just a hand wave or a nod or a couple fingers just to let them know that I saw them and thank you know thank you maybe a little. Little head nod, you know, thing like that. But yep. no, I don't use any uh, cultural appropriation signals <laughs> oh, in, uh, oh, when going after boy. saying hi to people. You know, wow. I try to stay away from those. Plus, yeah. Aaron, with that move, I don't really know how you get the correct angle with that that shaka move, right? It is difficult, yeah, because I'm never sure. Like, because because yeah, sometimes I try it See, and I myself. Pinky and up. I might just be up. like doing. Yeah, I might because like you have to commit if you're going to do it. Don't look at my small fingers. Don't guys don't look a, at these there's, fingers. There's got to be like an extra waggle with that. It can't be like yeah, a, like. It's, wow. There's got to be a wiggle. waggle. It'll get a little waggle, right? Or you got to yeah. just be solid, like boom. Here's my shaka, you know. But like, I'm not, I'm not there yet. So I, maybe I need to come. Maybe I got to find yeah. something else. Okay. I appreciate you know, it's kind of like advice. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things like that, right? Like it used to be the old high five, and then mm-hmm. it was the shake, and now there's the whole, Knuckles. you know, kind of the the gl- the grasp that all the the soccer guys do. Okay. It's hard to know what to do, you know. Oh, half man. The time. Right, like greeting other dads, yeah. like it's a mess. Like yeah. I don't even know. Is it pounds? Is it a right. shake? Is it nothing? Is it a hug? Is it a no idea? Yeah. Aaron, this is better than your last one though, where you're just doing the Mexican hat dance. We're like, we t- we had to tell you that that was a no go. Okay. I do. You guys know I do default. I default to hugs more often than not. But yeah, I, I find that not everybody. Appreciates Aaron, maybe that you either. Could, maybe you could go with the NWO too sweet. Oh, I like Or you that. can also go with one of your favorite wrestlers, Jimmy Snuka, who murdered his wife, but you still seem to <laughs> oh, have a problem with that when he that does out. the I love you sign. Aaron doesn't seem to care. He murdered his wife. You're I, down, you're on board. Wait, that, I had wasn't, already, that wasn't mine. That was Matt's. Oh, in my sorry, mind, Matt. I had already edited that part out, guys. Okay. <laughs> Not going to lie. I like the NWO. Too sweet. All right. Well, I always appreciate you guys' perspective on life. How's it rolling going with Rob? Uh, I'll tell you what. My wife was in Finland, okay? You'll never guess what happened when she got back. Uh, she calls me while I'm at my Did kids. Did you have to eat any hot dogs you didn't want to? No. When, when would I ever have a hot dog that I wouldn't want to eat? Sorry. Okay? Keep going. Especially when she's gone. Here's the thing. When I'm at, I was at my kid's swim meet. Like, my kid is actually a high school athlete, which. Wow. Look at both ways. Here's the nobody's. It blows my mind. It really blows That's my crazy. mind. That's crazy. I can't believe it. That's so crazy. I'm at the swim meet, right? Now, did I go like half hour on the subway to see a 30-second race? Maybe. But guess what? It's fine. I love my kid, okay? I love enjoy I enjoy watching it. It's great. Would you have rather watch like a two-hour hour, sporting that's event? Like a third of one of like you can listen to like barely get started on your one of your podcasts in a half hour. That's anyway, perfect timing for you. Don't criticize my what I'm mad about with my parenting. Here's the thing. If Matt if Matt reffed thirty second events, we would start this podcast at eight p.m. every night. We'd be we'd be through like two hundred fifty <laughs> episodes by now. Did I tell you about jujitsu the other day, where I got beat by somebody who I know for a fact is fifteen years old? Oh, for real? Really? I got my ass kicked <laughs> three minutes, and I was able to get on top of this person all my body weight, three hundred plus pounds pushing down. They immediately kicked out my legs and flipped me over and put me in an arm bar. And I was helpless. There was nothing I could do. That's impressive. It really made me rethink a lot of my life. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't beat a 15-year-old. 
You should have gone crazy. with the side, side Russian leg sweep, the backbreaker, and then the sharpshooter, like the hitman. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. How much do you think this 15-year-old weighed, Rob? Because what was the old thing that you said you could be the state <laughs> champ? Or- 130. Yeah, oh, it, made, it made me think about that big time. I will tell you that. Did it? Wow. My main move in jujitsu is uh, breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for our listeners, what was the bet? You're, I mean, your father-in-law is a former wrestling coach, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, big wrestled, into wrestling. I believe he also wrestled a bear, if I remember the story That's correctly. true. Oh, have you, have you met him, Russell? How do you know this, Russell? Have you heard uh, the story? I've heard it through, through sources. He did oh. wrestle a bear. Now, of course, I did too, but that was my junior year of college. Okay, I was experimenting. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay, is that he was a wrestling coach. So when my wife and I started dating, I would just go to wrestling meets, like as dates. Like we would be at a high school wrestling meets. I'm like, you know, wait, 19. wait, no, 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 no. It's a pause. Yeah. You had to go to like your future father-in-law's like employment. That was a date? Yes. Yes. No Russell. fucking way. If I wanted to spend time with my future wife, okay, I went to wrestling meets. I, no. I didn't know anything about wrestling. Never watched it. At the end, I, I was like, I just, the first time I was like, why is everybody mad? Like they would go, somebody would easily win. The guy who won would throw off his head thing. The guy who lost throw off his head thing. Everybody's mad. I was like, what is going on at this meet? Everybody looks hungry. I was like, ugh. No, oh, thanks. Then you went up and started doing the bushwhacker, started licking guys' heads, and he's like, get the fuck out of here, Rob, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, let me put you in this sharpshooter. And I was like, it doesn't hurt. It's not a big deal to me. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. So I said that I could beat every state champion yeah. up to 180 pounds. Yes. And he and your friend me, group said, and your friend group said uh, that I was an idiot and I was <laughs> dumb. Uh, I, I, I think you would have gotten beat by any state champion like 125 or bigger. Would have would have would whoop your ass in wrestling. I wouldn't try it with any like any trained wrestler. I wouldn't even try. After it, no what this 15 year old kid did to me, I kind of am down in the dumps on myself. <laughs> oh no! Okay, we don't mean to pile on. You yeah, could sit, you could squat more than he can though. No doubt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can hang my head on that. I bet my uh, blood pressure way higher. Hey, bro, what's your systolic? <laughs> uh, Russell, rolling going. How's it going with you? Rolling going. Things are going good for me, but they weren't always necessarily going good in my household over the last few days. I wanted mm, to run boy. something by you guys, see how you would have handled it. Let's go to Russell's living in a house with someone advice corner. Oh, Russell, now I right. noticed you're speaking very quietly during the segment. I've already cleared that I'm allowed to bring this, this topic oh, yeah. up multiple times, so I cannot be in trouble for bringing up the topic. All right. And you're making my favorite sign with your hands. Good job. <laughs> you just got to waggle it enough, right, Aaron? No. Yeah, just no. a little waggle. Just like it, or just be solid with it. Just like be, okay. c- commit Moms. to your sign. Moms, hit that 15-second button. <laughs> So, so we, I now live in a kind of like a townhouse complex. There's probably like 60 or so units over a few block area. And I've realized recently that it's kind of confusing what street or unit is what. So like you get into this townhouse complex and if I'm in, let's say unit 101, there's like six 101s throughout the complex with all different street numbers. So it's like... 315-101, And the biggest problem this is causing is when you do any sort of Amazon order, Target order, any sort of online delivery, they are constantly bringing stuff to the wrong house. So you order something, you think it's going to show up at your door. It doesn't, right? 
Now I have a suggestion for you, Russell. Yeah. Have you thought about address line two? Putting something in there, like, hey, this is building 115. Like, mine's the one with like the the camera looking out so I can see the sunset. Pointed outwards. Pointed outwards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, you need to delete that. Some people don't know about that. Oh, no. <laughs> but so anyways, so we've had Your this Your parents issue. pay are here. So occasionally, we've probably been here four months or so. Occasionally, you order DoorDash, it'll get dropped off at the neighbor's house. You order something, it'll get dropped off. And you can kind of just, if you look outside, you can usually see it, just go grab it. It's not the end of the world or whatever. But the other day, we had something happen where the... Uh, the Amazon order in the house decided she was going to order something nice. I believe I was told it was some sort of ninja food processor in blender, something in like the $300 range, right? Orders it. And then one day we're sitting here and she looks, she's got an email saying, Hey, it's been delivered. And she looks at the picture and she's like, that doesn't really look like our doorstep or whatever. She goes out there, not there. So immediately we're like, okay, it must've gotten delivered somewhere else. And so mm-hmm. there's immediately kind of um, some, oh, I, I got to be careful how I do this. I, I <laughs> no, offer to- Let it rip. We can always delete it. Yeah. We can always- uh, oh, yeah, I always get to it. So, I promise so, I'll edit so, it. So someone in our house was not happy that, like, hey, they ordered this really nice thing. It got delivered to the wrong place. I get the frustration, right? You, you expect someone, if you order it, it's going to be delivered to your spot, not someone else's, right? Yeah, So I'm like, immediately, I'm like, you know what? Let me go out. I'll walk around kind of the the- the neighborhood, the townhouse complex mm. to see if, if I see a box sitting yeah. there, I'll just run up quick. I'll look or whatever. And, but Hey, hand me your car keys just in case too. I'll find that thing. I know it's missing again. We're going to try to find that car. Oh no. You can't bring that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want me to have to move out again or not? <laughs> oh, you moved already? Yeah. He's like, he's, <laughs> I'm already in Russell's room. Upstairs. But so anyways, I, I'm walking through like the, the townhouse complex and it's later at night so you can't like start walking. This is like people's doors, their doors are up a staircase. So you can't just start walking up people's staircases at night and like looking at people. It, that's just creepy. It's weird, whatever. So I kind of do a lap through the, through the complex or whatever. I don't see it. I'm like, I don't see it, whatever it's, it, you know, it could be there, but whatever. Let's just either, you can call, we can either wait and see if someone drops it off for a day. You could call, cancel it. I'm, I'm good with whatever you want to do on it or whatever. So we go through this whole thing, and um, the next day, we're kind of looking at the at the the picture of it, and the the townhouse renter with me realizes I know this house. It's this house over here. I know what unit it is. We've had something dropped over there before. So my question is to you guys: Do you go knock on the door and ask, "Has something been dropped off at your place?" Do you just cancel it? What do you do if something's gone, but it's not, you can't see it anywhere. Someone has clearly either taken it or something's happened with it. Now, Russell, first of all, I just want to say, it sounds like a life without kids. Sounds awesome. You're like looking at Amazon (laughs) pictures twice, three times. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable life. Sounds great. No one's yelling your name, trying to get your attention or jumping off a retaining wall or. I would go. But I you think go I would knock stand, on someone's door and ask, do they have something? I think question. I would stand behind my wife. Now, I, I and I hate to interrupt it. Well, can I tell a story after after everybody else answers? What would you? And you know what? I'll tell my story right now. Tell it now. I was at Goodwill once. 
and I gave my kid a phone to play oh, with. We've heard they this. Were, we've heard this. And you yeah. know what? Someone and they that took I the know, phone and went to their house, and I took the kids to the house. A townhouse renter I know brought up this story as a justification. Oh, for no. tracking that shit down, Russell. I put my kids in front of me when I opened the door. Because I figured if I was going to get killed, we should all get killed. They couldn't live without oh, me. God. I'd be too sad. <laughs> <laughs> so here I'm using my kids not as a human shield. Okay. It's actually for their own good. Makes a you better story. I mean? <laughs> Russell, I know she would go. I know what's going to happen. Like there's no, there's no reason for me to go. She would go. Russ, hey, Rosie, what would you do? It just seems like you can deal with this. Like, can't you just go to your credit card company and have them cancel it? You can actually. It's, it's pretty easy to do, actually. You yeah. can get rid of a lot of shit like that. <laughs> what do you do, Matt? Do you go to the neighbor's I, house? I or what do you go, do? Yeah, I would go. I mean, especially if it's going to happen more often, right? Like, that they'll probably stop taking your shit then if they know that you know where mm-hmm. they know that you know that they know that you know. So I would go knock on the door and just ask. You open up the door and they're just eating, like, delicious smoothies. You're like, you yeah. son of a bitch. Oh, is that a triple berry with... <laughs> Yogurt, yeah. Oh. What'd you what'd you make that with? Just throw a little kale in there. Boy, that nice. food looks pretty well processed. Oh, it looks fully ninja. <laughs> so my initial did thought it, was, did a ninja make this? My initial thought was, you can't go knock at night. Like if you maybe if you live in you know yeah. all your neighbors really well, maybe it's different. But if you don't, no. I think going to knock at night is a no go. So I said, let's just hold off. Um, and then what I said, and everyone's different. Everyone's different, and everyone's approach Uh-oh. is fine. What Here I said is. I probably would not go do it, but if you want to, that's what you should do because everyone's different. Everyone, you should go do what you want to do, right? Yeah. And so um, the next day, uh, <laughs> the the townhouse renter that I live with went over to this house, knocked on the door. They weren't there. They went back a few times Yeah. and they went back another time. And this, we lost another package in like the same day. And one of the neighbors, it waited a day and they brought it over the next day. So they clearly grabbed it, probably brought it inside, realized it's too late, whatever, brought it over. So one of the neighbors brought it over. The other package, the ninja never shows up. Three days or so. Townhouse renter goes over, knocks on the door <laughs> with the lady with a little dog. I'll just say that. So just put that in your, well, you know, think about man. it. Okay. Okay. That's in my tickler file. Yeah. And she Doesn't- goes up and the lady at the house where we've had other stuff put before goes, Here's her answer. There was a package on my doorstep, but I never brought it in, and then it was gone. That is what the lady says. Wow. That, that lady mm. stole that package 100%. Am I right? <laughs> for sure. Yep. Yep. For sure. Now, Russell, was yes. she was she enjoying like a freshly made baba ganoush or something? Like something that really like could like only some, have been made by yeah. a ninja. Yeah, I, 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 Russell, I think 100% she opened that. She's like, she's mm-hmm. like, it was here, it's gone. Would you like to try this hummus? Yeah. yeah, she's like, well, finally, it's not one of these cock cages. Like, I've had so many of those come in. Oh, moms, don't look I don't know up. why those keep going to you to 104. They need to go to 105. <laughs> Can I offer you a sip of this mango lassi to ease your troubled mind? <laughs> but so if you, if you guys, if someone got delivered to your place and you took it and, and the neighbor comes and asks, you don't say, Oh, there was something no, out yeah. on my step and then it was gone. Like who sees a package and then ignores it? Like you see a package, you go grab that, right? What she is doing is she is blaming someone else for stealing it. She yeah. is telling you it was stolen, but she's yeah, saying, right. Hey, listen, it wasn't me. Now I know you're probably upset about it getting stolen. Can I offer you some of these fresh made Italian breadcrumbs? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you want to hop in with a food that's uh, processed? <laughs> 
I'm looking at other stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Did you bring any bread to dip in this pesto that I've made? Yeah. For you? So, so now we're yeah, at the there. point where we've reached the point where we know the old lady in the one unit is just keeping stuff. And at first, like, I kind of gave her the benefit of the doubt, thinking, well, maybe it's an old person. They open it. They didn't realize it was for them. They panicked. They don't know mm -hmm. what to do or something. But I don't know, man. You keep something like that. That's that's kind of bogus, isn't it? Uh, are you going to bust in there born identity style or what? Yeah. Hey, no more I mean, homemade hummus. Right. This especially back if with it's me. your neighbor, right? Like, because you can see that the neighbor's there, the address is somewhat close, right? And it's probably just a, an error. Yeah. You know, if it's some random address you never even heard of or anything, no, you can't still, deal with that. Yeah. You know, but no. like, it's not like the address was way off or anything like that. So, you know that it's one of your neighbor's packages. I agree yeah. with you, Russell. Get a crowbar, go through a window, grab that package back. You know what I mean? Fair is fair. Well, can I just like hang out by it's, the window? It's just a little dog. It won't bite <laughs> oh, that bad. Oh, oh. Mine, that's it's mine's. I was taking a walk today. I was like, why is my leg sore? Oh, it's still that spot where my where I got bit. Oh, Aaron, don't die before we get to 500. I get a heads up now, though. When when Coco's going to be next door, I got a text from the neighbor like, Coco's coming over. I'm like, cool, I'm not going over to pick up any balls. <laughs> it's a I'm not picking up any balls, Matt. We're only going. <laughs> How's it going with you? Flashlight uh, good. You know, it's been a week since we talked and so we talked long. about uh, you guys so long ago. Yeah. And so I said I'd bring up my list, Russell. I don't know if you want to hear the list anymore. Or what? The, hun oh. the hundred, the hundred, the hundred songs? list. Yeah. yeah. All right. Where are we start at ninety nine? Going through all one hundred. Get my typing well, hands ready. I don't have I don't have them ranked like one to a hundred. It's just a list. Like, it's just a mm -hmm. list of the top one hundred. Mm -hmm. so, I think you ripped through them, and maybe we pick a few to listen to. All right, and I did send the list. I did send you the list, Russell, in your email, so you you will oh, have. Sorry, it. I, I think you mailed it to Unit One Hundred Five, and the neighbor lady took it. Oh, so she's got. It. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's got. This it. isn't like a Spotify list. This is an actual list you have. In, I can tell it's oh, in like wow. an Here. Excel spreadsheet. With yeah, I wanted yeah, of course to. It's I in wanted, Excel, yeah. Here, I can. Oh, I forgot who I'm working with. The no scene running man nerds who know. Oh, alternating colors. Oh, original. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Why don't you uh, send us some more songs on your Plex? As if anyone knows what the hell that thing is. <laughs> I just told you I run a I run a We've non got all server these off my services, but Rob's like, well, I'll send it to you on my Plex. Yeah. Well, what guess what? Is, I don't even know what that is. When you get an airplane and there's nothing playing, okay? Don't come talk to me about my Plex because you're banned from my. That Plex. George Foreman always works. <laughs> would it help if I sent you the Amazon list? It probably doesn't, does it? No, I think Rob. I can get into Amazon. I could play it. It'd just be fast for me to play it that way. I find with Amazon Music, doing simple tasks is so simple. It's definitely not hidden behind a bunch of weird buttons that are all over the place. Okay, yeah. In fact, I would say Amazon Music, always really good. Do I have a playlist I play every day at 3.30 and it never is on the front page when I open the app? Yeah, I love it. I love digging around and finding where that playlist is. Hey, don't put it on the front where I can see it really easily. Make it super complicated. Thank you, Amazon Music. What's your everyday 3.30 playlist? Weight room. Brother. Get some hot for, get some hot for teacher in there? <laughs> no, you cannot monitor a weight room in school and play hot for teacher. So, Russell, I'm just going to start flying through them, okay? Got Dissident by Pearl Jam. Rearview Mirror, Pearl Jam. Corduroy by Pearl Jam. Ooh, Daughter by Pearl Jam. Given mm -hmm. to Fly, Pearl Jam. Release, one of the best ones ever. Great. Elderly woman behind the counter in a small town, Pearl Jam. Yes. 
Um, I am mine, Pearl Jam. Little known one. People, Don't get people it, yeah. have that one. Just breathe by Pearl Jam. Oh. Light years by Pearl Jam. That's the end of the first set of Pearl Jam. There's a couple there's more. A, there's get. a couple. There's a couple more Pearl Jams. Yeah. Well, there's a couple more. This, this is you know a list that's it, it, when you add a, when you add a new song, it adds it to the bottom. Okay. So I got gotcha. you. Kind of moving things. That up. was starting to feel like a manifesto from a shack somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Ain't Life Grand by Widespread Panic. I don't know if we talk about Widespread Panic too much, but that's a, a great little southern rock band. Cherub Rock, the Smash Pumpkins, Mayonnaise, Smash Pumpkins, Rocket, Hummer. There you go. Here's Widespread Panic. Muzzle, Rhinoceros, all by the Smashing Pumpkins. Loser by Beck. Nice. Wow. One Headlight, The Wallflowers. Oh, uh, Shut yes. Your Eyes. So emotional. Just Say Yes by Snow Patrol. Those two songs. Holding On To You by 21 Pilots. Grace 2. Play that one, Rob. And go, go about 20 minutes or two minutes into Grace 2. It's a tragically hip. It's a, they're kind of a weird band, but they're out of Canada. Everybody in Canada knows who they are. Uh, Sex On Fire. Use Somebody and Radioactive by Kings of Leon. There you go. Ride by 21 Pilots. Mr. Brightside by The Killers. I Am The Highway by Audio Slave. Great. Audio Slave. Great, great. Damn. Yeah. Clocks by Coldplay. Ophelia, the Lumineers. Yep. Danny California, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Gimme Shelter and Moonlight Mile by the Rolling Stones. Moonlight Mile, that's one of your jams. Now, Matt, can I just pause you real quick? Yep. Are we doing all 100 songs? Yeah. Rob, Rob. (laughs) Rob, Someone mute Rob out. He doesn't get the bit. (laughs) Oh, no. Are we on like 30 or something? You're on 30. Man, I, heard, okay. I think I texted you the other night. I was at a bar and I heard Moonlight Mile and I, I was like, how does how is this not on the list? It's a great song. It's a great song. Great song. Uh, Welcome to Paradise Basket Case and When I Come Around by Green Day. Uh, Runaway by Kanye West. Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Nice. My Hero, Walk, Times Like These, and These Days by Foo Fighters. Nice. Say It Ain't So, an Undone the Sweater Song by Weezer. November Rain and Estranged by Guns N' Roses. Estranged. Yep. I got to hear this. Like, that, when you, talk, you know, you got to know Estranged. I don't. I, I don't know if I do. It's Aaron? like November Rain Light. Yeah. I was going to say, I tried to move 30 seconds this in. This is the one where he jumps off the ship and starts swimming with the dolphins oh. in the music video. Right. That was that was when I had checked out of Guns N' Roses. Oh, this is such a good song. I listen to this one all the time. Too. This is one that goes on repeat. Uh, Float On by Modest Mouse. Oh, Glycerine, yeah. Machine Head, and Come Down by Bush. Oh. The best Spotify, Amazon, uh, whatever you want to do, kind of early to mid-90s alternative rock is you simply put on Better Than Ezra. So I've got Good by Better Than Ezra. Nice. And that brings up all sorts of great songs. Um, The Story by Brandy Carlisle. Oh, there's a song. Yeah, that's a song. Yep. Crush by Dave Matthews Band. I Miss You and Damn It by Blink-182. Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Russell's Favorite, Karma Police by Radiohead. Wow. Yes. Take the Me house. Out, Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand. That is Paper Airplanes by, Paper Airplanes by MIA. Um, Kids by MGMT. Should have a lot more MGMT on this list. But 
Here, you'll get Rosie. This is for your uh, W to take a little listen here for this next four or five. This gets okay. into a little bit of a thematic. You can tell keywords. where I was when I started adding these songs. Hungry Like a Wolf by Duran Duran. Nice. Take on Me by Aha. Uh, Pictures of You by The Cure. And I'll play this one out here, Rob. Lips Like Sugar by Echo and the Bunnymen. One hit wonder, but one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't know it. This is not it. Is this Lips Like Sugar? Is that what you're on? Okay, go for You guys know this song? No, I don't know this one. No, man. This is such a good song. Listen to this one. Write this. Write that down. Lips like Lips sugar. Like sugar. Rosie, listen. Hey, can I say this, again. guys? I'm addicted to this list now. I'm down with this list. I could do this all night. I've decided. This is it. This is the new episode. This is this is great. I'm trying to do it and get going in an hour five here. Santeria, what I've got, and doing time by Sublime. Can't go wrong with Sublime. Um, another great '90s wow. song. How's it gonna be by Third Eye Blind. Oh. oh. It is the, the chorus of this. This, this brings you back to a, an era, right? Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Patience by Chris Cornell. The best version of Patience out of all of them. Written by Prince. Prince? Didn't Prince write that song? He did? No. No. That's the Guns N' Roses one. Yes. Prince wrote, what's the other Chris Cornell one that was done by your Halloween costume? We can cut all that. Sinead Hall. Sinead O'Connor. Nothing uh, compares to you. Nothing compares to you. Chris Cornell does that and Patience better than anybody else, I think. Uh, Chlorine by 21 Pilots. Benny and the Jets and Tiny Dancer by Elton John. In Hiding by Pearl Jam. Uh, The best Madonna song of all time, Borderline. Good song. Hard to explain. Oh, hard to explain by the Strokes. Do we know this one? Yeah. Do you guys know this? We've done this. We've done the Strokes album. (laughs) Let's see. Did we do the Strokes? Yeah. Uh, Slave and Waiting on a Friend by the Rolling Stones. Lost by Coldplay. Father of Mine by Everclear. Oh, wow. So you got to like that one. This one comes up on my Pandora station. I have a presence of the United States of America Pandora station. This song comes up all the time. Do they also play Peaches? Oh, so much Peaches. So much. I'm telling you, Presidents of the United States of America, Mach 5, one of my favorite songs of all time. Man, you know what? I'm going to make a list. Sounds good. Don't tell me what. That was 81, so we only got a few more here. We'll we'll hustle through them. Ramble On by Led Zeppelin. Uh, This is America. Top five videos of all time by Childish Gambito. This is America, Childish Gambito. No, no. That, That video is too much. Yeah, but it makes you think. Oh. It's a great one. Circuital by My Morning Jacket. Uh, play this one. This is my walk-up song. If I ever, uh, Brian from Brian from uh, Woodbury always asks about your best walk-up song. So Flavor in Your Ear by Craig Mack. Oh, there we go. Kicking the brand Such new Flavor in Your song. Ear. Such a great song. Uh, Hello by Martin Solveig. If you don't like these videos, Russell, you should make a list of your top 100 videos. Huh? Rob, I don't know if you've heard this one before. What? Uh, but I have Maps by this band called Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. One I, of the, I, I will say this. Hear that one? one of the greatest drum intros of all time. And yeah. a rock band song, Russell. This is on rock band. You could play this on the drums. Listen. Hit it. Oh, I missed it. But I'm going to edit it. So, oh, shoot. 
You know something, Rob? The big Valboski is a lot like Max's 100 song list. The more you play with it, the harder it gets. <laughs> I love this list. I, I really do. Uh, where is my mind by the Pixies? Ooh, that one. Where, is uh, where, where it's at by Beck. Yes, that's oh, two. Beck did it better. Sake. Yep. Don't look back in anger by Oasis. Yeah. Can't you hear me knocking by the Rolling Stones? When we did that, I gotta ask. Uh, I think this, yeah. how, how do you get two Oasis from the same? Was it Don't Look Back in Anger? Aren't those all on the same album? Yep. There's three. So you had a, you had a, an interruption where you picked two and then one came way later. I think when we I think when we did the album, you're like it has to be on there, right? Yeah, I gotta add this one too. Yeah. Uh, can't you hear me knocking by the Rolling Stones? Nice. The Weight by Built to Spill. We played that last week. Uh, Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. Uh, you don't know how it feels by the Tom Petty. It's one of the best albums of all time. Talk about a great video too, Russell. Have you, remember this video? We just went in circles. Yeah, with the circle of the lights. Yeah, very, very good. Great song. Good one. Uh, all my favorite songs are "Slow and Sad" by Weezer. Oh, "My Own Soul's Warning" by The Killers. Missed. Did I miss it? Oh yeah, "My Own Soul's Warning" by The Killers. That was when I played over and over and over, Russell. Oh, my uh, "Higher Love" by Steve Winwood. Oh, Winwood. Yes. Uh, warning signs by Coldplay, and then Spodiody Dopalicious and Rose Spody, Parks by Alcoholics. Aaron knows it. I yep. knew that would be on. 101 Common People by Pulp. Common People by Pulp. Now I noticed. So that's the list, Russell. That's a good list. I noticed yeah. that you didn't have any uh, of off one of your favorite albums, The Dolphins Lament, which of course was Live's follow up to Throwing Cop. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> So. Somehow a song came up in some playlist, and it was a live song from like 2000, and it was not good. They're what? Just not good. There definitely oh. seems to be a lack of placentas falling to the ground on that list. Yeah, very is. few. Hey, it's already, it's already a music you. podcast tonight. We've, we've already wow. been a music podcast. Well, you know yeah, what? We Let's slow it. it down a little bit. Let's get into... Did everybody do their rolling going? We yeah. all rolled oh. it going. All right. We all rolled it up. The show. Let's talk about Let's the guys. Roll that shit. Light oh, that shit. Smoke yeah. it. Let's talk Aaron, about the album. Aaron, this is your mother's episode. Can you keep it? Aaron. Hey, she grew up in the 70s. Okay. Oh. Hmm. I've seen Daisy Confused. That's right. We know what it is like. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Are you cool, man? I saw, I saw Dukes of Hazard. I know what my parents' life was like growing up. Uh, oh, listen. Okay. Uh, this album, I was reading this and just said, Jenny called me naked. And I was like, no, that's not, I'm in the wrong part of the episode. Uh, this is Billy Joel's, so Billy Joel's a stranger. This is his fifth album. He hits it big with his second album, Piano Man. Surprise hit. Columbia's thrilled. Uh, uh, third album comes out. Fourth album comes out. This album comes out. The fourth album comes out, not good at all. Bust. Okay. And Columbia's thinking about dropping him. So he's like, well, I got to put out an album that's going to be good. So he says, I don't want these studio musicians. I don't want this. I want the guys I've been touring with. Bring all those musicians in. And he also brought in this producer, Phil Ramone. Now, I link to his Wikipedia. He's a guy trained at Juilliard, right? He opens up a recording studio in New York City. Listen to who he worked with. Burt Bacharach, the band, uh, Bono, Karen Carpenter, Chicago, Celine Dion, Bob Dylan, Debbie Gibson, Elton John, Quincy. I mean, Cindy Lauper, Liza Minnelli, Sinead O'Connor, Frank Sinatra. James, I mean, everybody. He's a who's who producer. Crazy, crazy big deal, right? He knows what hits sound like. Yeah, he can get you yes. on the radio. 
They are working together. They are making this album. You can tell when Billy Joel tells the stories about how the songs are written. He said it was just a blast. He said it was three weeks, just awesome making this album. This album comes out six weeks at number two on the Billboard 200. I have no idea what was ahead of it. I, Mac, is there any way? I don't even know. It's really hard to look that up, but I can tell you. But it, it, this has sends four singles to the top 40. It wins Grammys for best record, best song of the year for just the way you are. And that beat uh, Staying Alive and one of the worst songs to exist, Baker Street, okay, which is on my worst hundred list. Okay, I hate that song. Ugh, with a saxophone solo. <laughs> we were living as a great yeah. sax solo. Wrote, we uh, may have discussed yeah. that once. No, it's, uh, this song's awful. Now, this is, guys, honestly, you guys texted me before I listened to it and you were just like, how are we going to not play every song on this album and do a parody song to every song? They're all good. This is a crazy album. Listen to this. Moving out. I mean, and that's the first note of the album. Like that's how it yeah. started. The first it? note. Yeah, you played yeah. the very first note. This is an all-time. If you're a member of Aaron's family, you don't want to be around when this album is on because I will. I somehow I don't know every word. I've heard this album right. so many times in my life. I don't know every word, but I no. will sing along anyway to every note that I can possibly. Sing there's, along. there's exactly two words I know in this song. <laughs> Hard <laughs> There it is. Oh. Now, Billy Joel said when he wrote this song, he originally made the melody the same as Laughter in the Rain, the Neil Sedaka song. What? And so he basically, and somebody said, hey, this song is exactly Laughter in the Rain. And he's like, oh, damn, you're right. He's like, yeah, but it's louder and better. Took the same lyrics and wrote a brand new melody with those lyrics. Can you imagine? That would be like taking one of the best songs of all time, Happy Birthday, and singing it to like Sweet Home Alabama, okay? I think it would sound something like this. Happy birthday. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday to you. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday. Do, do. Okay, I'm going to do the guitar solo, and then we'll come back to the song. It's actually Guys, pretty good. Actually, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. That kind of kicked ass. Did I just make a new birthday song? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Holy good. shit. So in my office, whenever someone has a birthday, I've got like a little Bluetooth speaker and I go put it out in the kitchen and I start blaring the Beatles happy birthday until everyone in the office comes down and starts clapping for whoever's birthday it is. Oh, wow. I play the Beatles happy birthday and then I play Stevie Wonder happy birthday. Is there a third song I need to be adding to my happy birthday list or not? Boy, the best the birthday two I know. Huh. Yeah. There, should there be more birthday songs? It's so you fun. Do, you could do 50 Cent in the club. Yeah, I'll do that. That'd be uh, that's a good idea, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah, it's your birthday. Rob, right. party. When, when Billy Joel was writing this song, do you think he thought about, like, do you guys even know what the name of the song, that opening song is? What is it? It's called Moving Out, Anthony's Song. Is, but is, is it Anthony's Song or Moving Out? Isn't it Moving Out? Parentheses, Anthony's song. Mm. You don't see too many songs that have a parenthetical wow. in the title. Mm, mm, and wow. a good Aaron friend of mine right that I know who happens dummy. to live in New York suggested that we do a list on the Whoa. opening song of the album <laughs> about the best songs ever featuring a parenthetical title. Oh, I like this. I like this. Russell, can I just say this, Russell? Oh, yes, sir. How, how about this for a birthday song? Put this on the speakers. Rihanna Cake. 
do that. Matt just had to delete a, uh, a Pearl Jam song when he heard yeah. a birthday cake <laughs> by Brianna. I like this. Yes. You should definitely be playing this one in your office. So yeah, I would be running down to get that cake. Some of the songs we've heard before with parenthetical titles that we've talked about before. You guys remember Kate Bush? Uh, we yep. it was, but I believe it's we've run running down that hill. A deal with God was the name in yeah. parenthetical, right? Uh, uh, we had yeah. we talked about this in the best cowbell songs ever. It's "Don't Fear the Reaper" by the Blue Oyster oh, Cult. Wow. Yeah. I was had, I was like, who do I fear? This is so I can't tell from the song. If who I, I should not the fear. Reaper, who can thank I fear? God, thank God you put it in parentheses. We had Aretha, you make me feel like a natural woman. Another one that Aaron probably loves. Otis Redding, sitting on the dock of the bay. Yep. The last one that we've talked about before, I believe we talked about it last week, was Come On Ride It, The Train. Wow. The train. All right, anyways, here are the best songs ever featuring a parenthetical title, which Rob suggested on the first song. Normally, you guys know I don't do first song lists, so if anyone's annoyed by it, you can take it Russell, up with someone else. So I said, hey, how about best parenthetical song list? And Russell goes, sounds good. You should do it. And I go, yeah, I'm so busy. <laughs> and I literally gave Russell the I'm so busy. First song is from 1979. This is ABBA. This is Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight. Oh, yeah. You know what that word gimme makes me think of? Is the candy good and plenty. All-time worst candy, you think? Good and plenty? It's bad, yep. My it's, dad loves it. It's oh, really? It's pretty tasty because they have the licorice oh. in the middle, right? Oh. Oh. I'm allergic they to They last anise. a long time. I enjoy this. Ah. I saw there was an article today about how to pronounce Reese's peanut butter cups, whether it's Reese's or Reese's. What, what are your guys' Reese's. thoughts? I think I think I read I think I heard it's supposed to be Reese's. I always call it Reese's, but I think it's no, supposed I to be called you're Reese's. Ma- you're correct, Matt. It's Reese's. It's supposed to be like uh, Reese Witherspoon is the way they oh. explained it. Oh, they're wow. her. Matt's right then. Cups. Can I tell you this? We were at work and we were talking about favorite candies. And or no, I was over at Suzanne's. And I said, Oh yeah, I love Butterfinger. And she goes, Oh, they're so gross. And then it came out that she had never eaten a Butterfinger. And I was like, and then they started talking about candy bars, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's a, the Crunch Bar and the Blue Wrapper." And then they're like, "Oh the," uh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, without uh, uh, Snickers without peanuts, that's like a Milky Way." Oh, if you take out the caramel, it's like a three months. And I realized like, it's kind of like the online stuff. I was like, I know way too much about candy bars. <laughs> like I was talking about like, oh, what do you guys think of Reese's sticks? All the links are purple, yeah. and they're like. We've never had Reese's sticks. And I was like, oh no, I shouldn't be eating Reese's sticks. It's a new kind of candy. Like I'm eating, like I'm a grown ass man. I shouldn't be eating candy, right? Like if you see an adult eating candy, what are you, what are we thinking when we see an adult eating candy? Like, I mean, if somebody's eating milk duds, I think they're probably highly intelligent, probably pretty oh, God, good looking. Garbage. Good yeah. and plenty. Yeah. Yeah. What, if, what uh. about like dried orange slices though, man? <laughs> oh. Aaron, got, yeah, adults eating candy. Well, I, I'm my, I, I think it's great. I, in fact, I've been looking forward to it. I remember last time we were in Las Vegas, I walked into the sports book and one of you had a bag of pretzel M&Ms. And that, you know I was like, who it man, was. When, we're, when we're in Las Vegas, we can Bro, eat pretzel M&Ms. You know who it was who had that candy. It was me, Aaron. I had the candy. Yeah, I'm and a I was candy so guy. Like, oh, oh shit. You, you just eat candy. Like, I don't eat candy at home. Like, it's so great. Like, I ah, can't. I'm in Vegas. Anything goes. I'll sit here and eat pretzel M&Ms with my tequila. Why not? <sighs> this, this, <sighs> 
This would be like if you got your vision restored and you were ugly. You know what I mean? Like you got to see yourself for the first time ever. And then you look and you're like, damn, that sucked. <laughs> like me realizing that I'm a candy guy. This is really hard for me right now. Rob, you want to know? I have had a similar realization over the last probably year. Oh. I like to picture myself as like a foodie. Like, oh, I like to go try out a new mm -hmm. restaurant, try out mm -hmm. new food. It's like, of course that guy likes to try out new food. Look at him. He's like overweight. Oh. You know, like, do you ever like, I'm like, well, shit, I never thought I never, I just thought I was like this cool foodie dude. And I'm like, no, I just probably like to eat but whatever. I, I think you really are. I think you are a foodie and I you think that's a, a good guy. thing. You are. Okay. Yeah. To be an adult that eats candy. Okay. <laughs> how many times would I tell you a week and you would be kind of like bombed? Probably three. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's a dagger. Not gonna lie. I would say I would say on average two times a week. I'm I'm buying candy and eating it. Oh god damn! I can't believe I said that out loud. You guys are like my therapist. I've had something every day this week since Halloween. Like every you know, every day since Tuesday, I had a little. Yeah, we got we got I'm calling a pause here. This is where like it's like somehow Aaron's eat, Aaron eats this shit. Aaron's mm -hmm. drinking all these days, mm -hmm. and Aaron's Aaron's oh. Aaron's cut like a like a gladiator. Like something's not adding yeah. up with what Rob and I are all, doing. All he has is debilitating gout. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing fine, Ross. Don't worry about that. him. I'm good. Yeah. Don't worry about Aaron. He's doing fine. We were talking about that song by you know Abba. what? Hey, Ross, yeah. can I say this? The fact it's that Aaron has gout, I'm feeling better now. I'm a candy guy. I'm okay with it. I feel good. Whew, thank you. That brought me back. Sorry, Russell. Go ahead. Parenthetical songs. No, actually, back parenthetical it. songs. Rob implored me to, to to follow this list, and I found a website that was called Pickle Priest, where it had the best songs with ever featuring the uh, parenthetical. And they were talking about this "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme" song. And I had to read this explanation for the song to you guys. The childlike chant of "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme" usually means a desire for ice cream or candy, but for the mm. Swedish ladies of ABBA. They craved an all-night fuck fest from oh. the darkness to the break of day. Okay, wait a minute. Fast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's let's just you picture that real quick. The childlike chain of gibby 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 usually means a desire for a toy, ice cream, or candy. But for the Swedish ladies of Abba, they craved an all-night fuck fast. From the darkness to the break of day. They don't come right out and say it, but I do appreciate women who know what they want and know how and when to get it. Oh. I'm thinking about when, when I think about this song, I do think about peanut M&Ms. Like, that's a problem. No, so admit, <laughs> admittedly, I was going to put an Otis Redding song. We'd run it back or a few of these other ones. But then when I saw that pickled priest description yep. describing yep. a fuck right. fest, it had yeah, to stay on, up. right? Can't I got to admit, too, again, a, a fuck fest with a Swedish band. That would be pretty awesome. Yes. Hey, guys, the, the Swedish band you're looking for is that over that direction. And my Finnish wife is over this direction. Remember, what was that? What was the, the famous bikini team? Swedish bikini team. Who was your guys' favorite bikini team? Probably Sweden, right? Did you guys? Uh, sure, I'll go with that. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. <laughs> Were there, did they actually have other teams? Other, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Next song on the list is from 1975. This is one of Aaron's favorites. The band is Parliament. Yes. This is Give Up the yep. Funk. 
Tear the roof Ow. off that sucker. Dude. Oh, yeah. The greatest opening to a song ever, in my opinion. Yep. Is this Ray Davies on the Yes, you got it. Nice. Yeah, such a great song. And the band is so tight. It's just, this is such, I mean, this song is perfect. This is a perfect now this, song. This was a song I did for, I did a math video for school. I, I was big into making videos for class projects. And we did a claymation video where it was like a two second math problem. And then I made like a 35 minute video around it. Okay, now that might surprise you that it was kind of long, unnecessarily long. But part of it was claymation, and we had a penis pop into frame like every three frames, like kind of off center. And so every time we played it in class, we would see it, and we thought it was so funny. And now as a teacher, I'm like, oh, you'd never say anything. In a million years, you would never say anything. You just pretend like you didn't see it. Like, I guarantee the teacher saw it and didn't say anything. I was going to ask Aaron if you ever saw it. Did you know when that was originally released? They had flipped it. The song was called Tear the Roof Off the Sucker, parentheses, Give Up the Funk. And then for whatever reason, after they released it, they changed the and title they changed and they flipped it. what was in Brilliant. the parenthetical. Brilliant. Whoa, give, give, up the, give Up the Funk is a hundred time better name. It's the great, it's one of the greatest names of a song ever. Like I, you, 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 you see a song called Give Up the Funk on your winning you and you, you know, you're not playing it. Give me a break. Get out of here. All right, next on the list is from 1990. It's from the album Flood. This is a Rob favorite band. They might be giants. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Oh, I like this song. Too. My kids love this song. My kids love this song. Oh, I almost called you like four times. Oh, when you listen to it. Do they like the They Might so Be Giants good. version or the original by the Four Lads from 1953? Uh, they like the what? They Might Be Giants version. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a cover. This is a cover. It is. Wow. Of course, mostly made famous from the show. Uh, what show was that? Not Animaniacs. What was? What played with that? Ren and Stimpy? No. Okay. I'm starting to realize I'm also a big time TV guy. Beavis and Butthead? Oh. And, oh, <laughs> movie guy? And bad movie guy? You're a big bad movie guy no. too? <laughs> Robocop is good. Deeper than you think. They're, they're a New York band, Rob. I didn't know that. I was re- yep. There was actually a website where that was doing like a, a Billy Joel versus They Might Be Giants, like all the categories versus, versus, versus. And it was like Billy Joel just whooped their ass and everything. So I didn't feel like I needed to bring that up. No. But the, Matt, the reason I thought you might really like this is you're really into the, the Roman Empire. And if, I, if I'm correct, Rob, you might, you're a history guy. Maybe you'll know yep. this, but I believe the capital of the Eastern Roman Empire for 11 centuries yep. that was conquered by the Ottoman Empire, that was Istanbul, Const- right? Constant- well, Constantinople. Constantinople, yeah. and then became Istanbul. So people who yeah. love the Roman Empire, they Istanbul. gotta love that song, right? Yep. And then they finally took it back after World War II and they started raiding the Middle East so they get the uh, Suez Canal opened and that's how you got Iran and Iraq and Israel and mm-hmm. uh, Jordan and Syria and then that's how Turkey became Turkey again and all that stuff right back there. Hey, Rob, if, if you have any funny jokes to tell about Turkey, why don't you tell it? Then your <laughs> wife can jump in with the, with the punchline at the end. <sighs> it's truthful. It's true. I, I went out with a guy tonight for drinks that did the same thing. I was loading up. New, I went out with new teachers, new teachers who have not heard my bits. Oh, I loaded up like a five minute story. I was like, oh, the other day I was walking on the street and the guy goes, yeah, the woman had the parrot. And I was like, God damn it. Like he just jumped in and did every, he did it to three of my stories. 
I almost flipped out. It was I terrible. just want to lose enough weight where I can co-host a podcast with three <laughs> other people. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. You know that's a good one. Next song on the list is from 1987. We've talked about this band recently. It's R.E.M., The End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine. That's great. It starts, it starts with, with an earthquake. Oh, no. It's a Let's all sing it. Yeah, the story with that is he had a dream once and he heard like he was at a party where everyone had the initials LB and he freaked out because he didn't have those initials at the party. Did you know that's what that was from? No. No idea. It's great. It's so weird. You know, this song was in 87. Two years after this, Billy Joel kind of used that same rapid vocal stream of consciousness yeah. with We Didn't Start the Fire. Start the last fire. song on the wow. list is oh, from, I don't know Rosie's what Rosie's frozen again. <laughs> Can you hear us, Rosie? I knew I was bombing for a reason. <laughs> last song on the list, I don't know what year this is from. I believe this might be the first time we've had a list come up three times on a list before, but it's wow. so good. We can't miss it. It's meatloaf. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Can I say this? The podcast without Aaron sounds good. Oh, wait, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I think for uh, the moms, you know, in the crowd, you should, like, what, what do they mean when they say, but I won't do that? What is he talking about? A lot about? of things they might not be willing to do. What, yeah, what are we talking about? I would about? say probably get vaccinated. No. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, this song I put on this song, I bet I bet I put on this song once a month It's so, so it's good It's a great song great. Rob, yeah. Rob, hit that cute, that time cue again That This is like one of the best moments in music history When he, he really ramps it up here, right? Boom And one of the reasons I gave this is I think it's important for me to get Matt songs that he likes. I don't know if he likes meatloaf the song, but I know Matt loves meatloaf the food. It's one of his favorite foods. Yeah. And it turns out that if you you look for Billy Joel and meatloaf, what you're going to find is his ex-wife, Katie Joel, who was the host of Top Chef for the first ever season. Katie Joel's meatloaf recipe is on the internet, Matt. So if oh you Google, goodness. you can find a new meatloaf recipe written by Billy Joel's ex-wife, Katie Joel. Check it out. That's the greatest songs ever about songs with parenthetical titles. Impressive. It's a great top, list. top two list. Of great, list. For sure. great list. Great list. That's a All right, Rob. Since we're coming out of the wonderful list, I'll give. I did a little research. Yes. Um, this album was number two behind Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Oh God. For six weeks. Oh, I was gonna say that's who it beat the best album. Rumors, rumors was out. Um, you know, for about the next three months before that, so they were in and out of there. Um, I was gonna. The old list had. Two Billy Joel albums. So the 2012 list had two Billy Joel albums. I go walking in the night. Walking in the night. They had The Stranger at 70. The Stranger was at 70. It just dropped that far. It should have had songs in the attic. 354 was 52nd Street, which at the end of 1978, that was the number one album 
Um, so that did reach wow. number one status wow. on the Billboard. Wow. So that's, that's what it's. Yeah, but I th- it's not I think on it's, the list. Uh, thank you, Matt, for doing that research. I appreciate it. You're wa- you're welcome, Rob. Anything for the show. Hello. Hey, Russell. This is this is Beloof. Now, Russell, <laughs> when you sent me that song on the list, I could only think of one thing. What's that meatloaf? What, what, why was meatloaf's call funny? What did meatloaf do? I'm having trouble recalling exactly what meatloaf's bit was. Some of the other he, callers have very well-defined bits. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, mm. it was. <laughs> that's not, I don't think that's going to be evergreen. I don't think people are going to get that joke like in 20 years. But uh, All right. Well, Russell, can I just tell you right now, I want to say hi to all those moms who are listening out there. I know if you're a big Billy Joel fan, you were also a big meatloaf fan, and that's good because there's only one size of meatloaf, and that was big. Uh, and I can tell you something I'm not big on. Vaccines, okay? Meat, hey, meatloaf, okay. I was going to say this Mr. is the Pfizer. first time, but I was Googling for Billy Joel and meatloaf, and I came across the recipe. I found out that meatloaf, it is actually two words. It's meatloaf. He has two names. Did you guys know that? Oh, just like Billy Joel. Meatloaf, yeah. Billy meatloaf. Joel. Did you, meatloaf, could you explain why you have, your first name is meat and the last name is loaf? Well, because I was actually, I, I went to, I had one of those name tags that said, pleased to meet you. And my name was Loaf, but I put it in a place where people just said, oh, that's meat. Is there name tags that say meatloaf? No, this says, hello, my name is, doesn't it? Okay, so, okay, step one. I got to go to the Becker Better Store and make some name tags. Track this one. Work. We're on track one. <laughs> anyway, no it's bad when Jared's exhausted by our music I just want to tell you guys. Okay. Some people don't like music talk. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you guys, uh, this is Meatloaf, and I definitely remember the bit, and it was worth it. So thank you oh. so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Say okay. goodbye to all the moms. Hey, hey, to the moms out there, I'll see you later. Okay, in your dreams. Hey, hey Meat, Meat, can I yes. just ask you one more question? What, yes. what was going on by the dashboard light? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay? Yes. You listen. Our moms want to know. We've had a lot of calls in from moms. What was going on by the dashboard light? This f-ing thing is so new, you're not going to, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's me, Loaf, going back in time to Back to the Future to do Back to the Future by the dashboard lights. Oh my God, I almost kissed Mrs. Loaf. She thinks my name is Calvin Klein. <laughs> All right, I want to do that joke again so bad because I thought it was funny, but I'm not going to. I'm too strong. Is this where we talk about the album? I'm looking for the harp we, sound effect, and I can't find tonight? it anyway. I cannot find the harp sound effect. Hey, Rob, We're stuck you, in meatloaf. You guys want to know how to get Rob to transition? Rob, the yeah. next song on the album is The Stranger. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, oh, come great. on. <laughs> and unfortunately, The Stranger is a titular track. Okay. Yeah. That's well, a coincidence. There's no getting around that. That's a coincidence. No We've stayed clean it. this whole time, except for that meatloaf guy. He was terrible. So we're, we're going to continue to do it. Oh, Billy Joel heard this drum beat on a drum machine and said, I wanted to do a song around this. It's oh, kind really? of fun. What year is this guitar from? Group, we whatever sounds 77. 77, okay. So early drum machines. It's a great theme, the, your, your public self, your private self, the self you hide from people. I like it. He has this way of like he says some things where you just like, oh, he really just cut right to the heart of life. No, and it's and and like I'll tell you the recording of a Billy Joel song, his voice is so clear that the, the whole thing sounds so well recorded. It just sounds good. Now I gotta say, his first ten, this got all the way up to number three. He wanted to keep the song off the album. 
He said it was a quote gloppy ballad and out of place compared to the rest of the album, which is correct. It is up. correct, but that's a great song. Yeah. The producer, this Ramon guy, disagreed, and he brought in two people, Linda Ronstadt and Phoebe Snow, and played the song for them. And they were like, "Oh my god, this song is so good." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll keep it." Yeah. That would be tough to show that song to Linda Ronstadt. She goes, oh, I like it. And then you pick the other one. So and this is where he also, like, he's, he gets out there a little bit where his voice isn't perfect on this one. It's mm-hmm. vulnerable. Production lets it be vulnerable. And it's very cool that they kept it on there. What comes first, this or that's what friends are for? This. The, the, that's what friends are for. It has to be a direct ripoff of this, right? It right. sounds the exact same. That's the same. Is that Stevie Wonder playing harmonica? It is. It is. Doesn't that sound exactly like the song? It sounds exactly the same, Russell. Yep. What year is this from? I don't know. I had to. I I was finding a website called um, Songs That Sound Like Each Other because I was like, what is that song? And this is one of them that got mentioned. They sound the exact same to me. This. This yeah. This is '85. Way eight years after. Oh, it's written by yeah. So, but it's a yeah, it's a Burt Bacharach song, right? So, if it's if we're living in Burt Bacharach's universe, it makes sense that these would be similar, right? They're sure. not similar. They're ex- that's a like maybe a, the same. Yeah, even Robin Thicke is like, hey, that kind of does that kind of sound similar? To you, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Vanilla Ice is like, that actually sounds really similar. You should add a little thing. If if, if I was living in Burt <laughs> Bacharach's world, it's because I was watching Austin Powers. Oh, hey, and he was baby. making us Randy, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that version of uh, Why Do Birds is so good in that movie. It really is. I love it. Uh, listen, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Oh. It's three songs. Perfect song. Okay. Uh, the Italian restaurant song. Not not great with the titles. And then uh, Things Are Okay in Oyster Bay. And then Marley and whatever their name is. The thing is, Brenda Eddie. He kind of put this together in a way like they did with uh, the B-side of Abbey Road. Oh, like with Maxwell's Silver Hammer and came in through the back, back of the window and all that. This is... I remember hearing this. I've heard this song before, but I don't really know. Like, I don't, you don't hear this on yep. the radio very often, do you? No, it's I don't. seven minutes long. I but don't I, know. I heard this song so much growing up. And I, I actually talked to my mom last night. And she was like, I said, I don't know the, I know this album really well. I don't know the last two songs. And she's like, I might have just put the ones I liked on a tape. So, like, this one I heard yep. so much. Like, but I don't Billy know if it's on the radio or not. Billy Joel, classic mixtape artist, I think. I didn't, I didn't listen to a ton of Billy Joel songs when I was a kid, and I've heard this song in recent years. I heard it when I, when I went to a, a, a big band concert in, in Stillwater, and they were doing Billy Joel songs. And this was one of them, and it was so good. Hot take, this is probably in my top five favorite songs that we've listened wow. to on the list so far. I, I can see that for I've sure. listened That's to this song, song 50 times in the last three days, and I will listen to it 150 more. This is so good. Yeah. I took a class on a field trip to Oyster Bay, and I saw Billy Joel's house from the boat we were sailing around on. I like it so much, I wrote a parody for it, even though I knew I wasn't going to be able to record it. I was just so into this song. Wow. Great Russell, song. can you read us two lines from the parody? Um, do you want to hear about Rob, you, and Jenny being the popular steady, or which one? Yeah, let's, let's do the popular steady one, sure. Um, 
Rob and Jenny were the popular steady runner up for the king of the prom riding around his car top down and the jerk features on Matt had to move his recliner when a dog took a shit in his first class airliner. We knew our listeners would never want more than this out of life. Sure. Beck did it better. We'll always respect copyrights. Wow. Forever. That's going to be tough to put to a karaoke track in the background, but I'm going to try to do it. Russell. We're going to make that song happen. I think we've maybe listened to that once before. It was on the best accordion songs. We talked about that on Graceland. If you guys remember, wow. we did They Might no. Be Giants. We did Mad Villain by MF Doom, one of Aaron's favorites. Yeah. Don Omar, Donza Kruro. And then the Congos come with me now. But that this song is, this is a top five song for me, I think. Top five all time. The third beat of this too, listen to this. I mean, it's just so good. So good. Uh, is that the third beat or did I just miss it? Yeah, no, it's the third part. The third beat. God, that's good. Told you and that end is so good. We are waving oh. Brenda and Andy goodbye. Yes, Aaron, Whoa. I love it. Whoa. Next up, okay, Whoa. he's singing about his favorite sausages. Okay, Vienna. I was trying to think of another sausage to say and I couldn't do it. Aaron, what's another sausage? Polish. Nice. God, you're right Kibasa. there. Breakfast. Chorizo. Nice. Matt, you got a sausage? Oh, what are we talking about? Ah. Obviously yeah. sausages, Matt. We're listening to Vienna. I was just reading about scenes from an Italian restaurant. It's a good song. Oh, speaking of, can we go back? We got to go back to it. Uh-oh. You know, some people, Aaron Erdner sent a text, and he was saying, bottle of red, bottle of white. <laughs> Was it Aaron? I did the uh, opening line, bottle of white, bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rosé instead. So I grabbed a bottle of rosé tonight. You guys can see it. I grabbed oh, it. Yeah. I'm drinking some of it, but I'm not just drinking it straight because booze and vinyl suggests a, a cocktail on side one of this album. Oh, boy. And Rob, I wait, wait, you, might you know what? This- you know what, Russell? We haven't done this. Just hold up your drink and let us all take a look. Yeah, check this out. Wow. Ooh, it's a red drink. You got a little lemon in there, a lot of ice. Yes, Russell. Can I end right. it abruptly? When, when do you when do you think you spit? For we always talk about when do you want to listen to this album? When do you guys right. listen to The Stranger by Billy Joel? Uh, when Dinner I'm party. at my in-laws. Yeah. yeah. I think like four o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, get the weekend. A good going. one. They said this was a fresh start party. If you're starting a new and you're having a party for a fresh start, you throw on this right. album. Love it. But on side A, they recommend a drink called the Trevi Fountain. Wow. This spritz variation is named after the restaurant Fontana de Trevi in New York City, which is supposedly the inspiration what? for the song Scenes from the Italian Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Rob, I don't wow. know if you know that, but this became a famous destination for Americans after the scene in the film La Dolce Vita. So this is there's a specific restaurant this is about, and so I'm gonna give you guys this drink which I'm drinking tonight, Trevi Fountain. It's one ounce of Campari, an ounce of sweet vermouth, one and a half ounces of rosé wine, two ounces wow. of club soda. Oh yeah, I like where this is going, Russell. And then a lime or a lemon for garnish. Wow. And you know what? I got it all, and I'm drinking it tonight, and it's delicious. delicious. It's a perfect light, delicious. light drink for a Billy Joel album. Wow. 
Russell, how does that wash down after two espresso martinis that you had earlier? It's going pretty well, Rob. It's going pretty well. <laughs> I bet. Seems like maybe you and I are the only ones who aren't tired on this podcast right now. For you know some what? Reason. It also recommended a, an aperitivo plate, like a charcuterie board, nice. and it had four or five things listed. And I was wondering if you guys are doing a charcuterie board, what has to be on there for you? Hamon uh, Serrano, number one with a bullet. If it's not on there, it's not. A, it's not a good board. But that's if you do that, you got to do it right. You can't leave it no. in clumps. You yeah. got like you cannot have big clumps of your. Of your yeah, you got to do it right. Just like when I'm doing a DVD tournament, no clumps. Get the clumps, no clumps. out of here. They were Get no the good. Clumps out of here. Okay. Couldn't. No, I don't want no clumps. Uh, <laughs> I like a lot of olives. Oh, so I got, oh, got oh, some, yeah. some Greek olives. There you go. Oh, prosciutto on there. That's Maybe so a little wild. salami type thing. So yeah. Yeah. I say brie. I know it's basic, but I'll give it. To, give me that brie. Love yeah. it. You got to have you know nice what? soft cheese. I'm a mushhead. I like baby. I like uh, milk. I like Three Musketeers. Nobody else does. They're mush. I love them. <sighs> awesome. We can go on to the next song, Rob. I, I got my drink in. We had we had to get that though. That this was the one where I had to drive down the street and couldn't find a parking spot to get these ingredients. There was no way I was fucking missing this drink after that. Yeah, you had to. You had to. And and I bet you're blasting this song as you're going. Only the good die young. Ooh. Such a good song. I live for this little drum trippy tripping fill coming up. So good. Oh. I just I can't get enough of that. I love it so much. It's so much. good. I mean I this is that classic old person song though, right? Where you hear like, oh so many people were mad the lyrics in the song. And I'm always like what? Well, yeah. Because he's trying to talk her into having sex with him. Like, it's not a pleasant topic. Like, it's the kind of thing that, like... Yeah, but are you going to tell your kids they can't listen to this song? Well, no. No. Hey, Aaron, come on. Are you going to force your kids to listen to the song like they're at uh, yes. a Cuban prison? Of course. They don't have to get tried by the courts, Aaron. They're prisoners of war. It's international law. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Actually, it makes a lot of sense. It's a great song, though. I can't get into it. I, I love, like, I, I've, many of the albums we've listened to, I'm like, I wish I had that on vinyl. But this one I don't because... Yeah. Ooh, I got I, two copies. Oh, oh, I love that. What a flex. Maybe I need a copy anyway. Yeah. But I just love, like, I always repeat this song. I always repeat scenes from an Italian restaurant. I love listening to this album because there are songs that have to be played twice, and this is one of them. This song got all the way up to Fuck, 17. She's always a woman. Got to be played twice too. On the list, it is six. Billy Joel. It says on Wikipedia, Billy Joel claims this is six eight time. And I was like, what does that mean? He claims it. Is there some dispute right? to that? I mean, you can hear it. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, she two, can kill three, with four, five, six. It kind of swings though a little. Oh, Aaron, he's a he's a truther. No, this song. No, I'm not. This and this agreeing is, with him. This is a song where you cannot imagine a world where this song does not exist, right? Just imagine like you were, imagine you play a record and this song is on it for the first time, you hear it for the first time. It would be mind-blowing. This is one of the most beautiful songs of all time. Uh, that's what I had too, absolutely beautiful song. It reminded me of, I think this is another Billy Joel song. Uh, she's got a way. Yeah. yeah. 
they yeah. sound very similar, but they're just absolutely beautiful songs, right? Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before. The Kennedy Center Honors. Kennedy Center Honors does a Billy Joel event where they've got people up there doing all the Billy Joel songs. Garth Brooks comes up and does Allentown. You've got all these huge stars that do all these Billy Joel uh, songs. For all the people that like taking our recommendations, Matt, your friend, Check this one out. Do the Billy Joel Kennedy Center honors. He They're sent, so good. Ben from Minneapolis sent me a picture I got to send you as a potential uh, Christmas present for you, oh, Russell. Nice. See if you like it. So Ben sent it oh. over, said he was thinking of you. Amazing. I hope it's, I hope it's me and a Speedo because that is a great present. Uh, let's see. Next up. Okay. Did we talk about Vienna? Aaron, what's your favorite kind of sausage? Uh, <laughs> get it right the first time. Okay. Uh, he wants to impress a girl. And Aaron, when you said to your mom, hey, what's the deal with these last two songs? I'm with you, Aaron. I mean, you can do without, well, right? Forget about. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like it belongs on like a Billy Joel the musical. Oh. There, there was a Billy Joel what? musical. We might have talked about that once on a list, but he did a musical that was inspired by some of the songs on this album. Okay, yeah, but I, I was, it feels like that's the one. Aaron, I was thinking too. about you when I heard this, though. There, there were things I was wondering, because it's kind of like more funky, a little more disco. I was like, maybe Aaron will like that. But also later on, if you get into it, it he starts doing that la, 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 low, low, low. And I yeah. realized Aaron a few weeks ago did not like that. He thinks it's a lazy way of a song to just do la, la, la's, right? Wait, did I say that? Yes, you did. It was uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was I was thinking about you on this song here, and it's like, I wonder if he likes this because there's these things he likes. It's there's kind a- of the skipper for me. Like, yeah, it is. That's- it's the one where, like, once I hear once I hear she's always a woman, I'm kind of like, okay, that's, yeah, I'm good. You know? Yeah. Imagine, imagine Russ is a lawyer, right? And he is cross-examining... No, well, I wasn't going to say that, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this with your address and your job. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Imagine Russ is a lawyer, right? You're on the witness stand, and he's like, do you remember when you said low, 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 and la, la, la is lazy? And you're like, oh, I'm not sure. And he's like, <laughs> I might have said that. Aaron yeah, didn't yeah. say it, right? Oh, now, yeah, now you got the receipts. really new. This entire quarter's out of order. Whew. Everybody has a dream. It finishes, and then it swings back to the stranger whistling part is kind of a... It's kind of like a Pink Floyd type circular thing, except the stranger is the second song, so it doesn't really work. I don't quite get what they did there, but I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever. It feels like it feels like a studio choice. I mean, I was I, I was torn. I thought if this ends at "She's Always a Woman," this is a top ten album. He's right. I, I agree. I think you're right. Yeah. But maybe seven songs isn't I, enough. Seven's pretty short. Yeah, seven's pretty short. I feel like the people at Rolling Stone magazine have something against Billy Joel. They must, right? To only have one album. Doesn't it seem like he's a guy that they get mad at. Like maybe like he ran over one of their mailboxes or something one <laughs> right. time. Maybe they had the spotlight on him in Russia. They was like, turn that damn spotlight off. That was getting edited out too, Russell, by Biden. I think he's an easy, easy omission for the voters there with, so that they can get other bands in or, or edgier stuff. Or, you know, it's like Billy Joel's fine. He's a massive star. He plays massive live shows. No, you know, he doesn't have fans who are going to go berserk online if if he's not on the list because they're going to go see him live anyway. They don't care. Yeah. So I think dude, it's easy dude for Rolling Stones. Madison like, Square Garden like monthly for years right. in a row. Yeah, right? like he doesn't need yeah. Rolling Stones validation. So they're like, yeah, I'll leave him off. 
Should I have an interest in going to one of those concerts? I guess I probably should, right? Like I should probably see Billy Joel before. He, if you haven't seen him, you should. Yeah, yeah. I saw him once. It's, it's he's coming in Russell. I think like it's the tenth. This will be after yeah. this oh, episode comes yeah, out, right and out. I'm not going to be in town. I, I would I would love nothing more than to see him, but I can't go. Yeah, see me. Russell is Russell is going to Sweden for some reason. He can't. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> can figure out why, but he suddenly bought a ticket to Sweden. So at least at least Rob didn't bring up my my Finland trip like he did last episode. Oh. What? I didn't know you were right so quick, Halloween. To, quick to talk about your finish, Russell. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> mom's out there. We could have totally uh, got one more episode in tonight. It's only 146. Oh Here's the deal. Here's the deal, guys. Okay. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme your thoughts on where this album is at oh. 169. Okay. And remember, this is a mom-friendly episode. Nice. No. It's, it's, Tell you what, not nice if it's your mom. Okay, I'm the just gonna say that right now. The childlike of gimme, like, gimme, gimme usually means a desire for toy, ice cream, or candy. But for Swedish ladies of ABBA, they craved an all-night fuck fest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to say this right after Russ People says this. com. That's not me. I've got something in my head, and I have to say it or my mind's going to explode. Go. Okay, much like somebody in the movie Running Man. Yeah. <sighs> I think of all the ways... And again, I hate to say this. Yeah. If you're going to catch your mom having sex, the 69 would be the worst. <laughs> Dude on top or no? You go in, Rob, and you get think you, about you, dude on top. With Rob, my you mom. go in and like there's just like oh. perfect disco ball glance off your dad's oh. ass, <laughs> and you got to run out of there. How did Russell do this to me? He reversed this on me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's, mom, that's, that's, was, that's the song on my top hundred list. Is my flip it, reverse it. What's that song? I'm hoping that much like reverse it, the Missy Elliott one. Missy, yeah. <laughs> By the way, have we done that album? Yes. No, actually not that album. Here's the thing. It's coming up. That game was deleted, by the way. Here's the thing. I don't think the moms listen this far on the podcast, so I think we're actually good. Right? Like, I don't think, I think it's like Aaron's mom. They don't listen to the last two songs. They're just going to stop the podcast before we did that bit. If they made it this far, they deserve every bit of it. They should have quit two hours ago. Aaron, we could just forward her the link of the list. That was clean. <laughs> okay, here we go. Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown. One sixty nine, okay. Uh, One sixty nine on the list. Okay, not a normal number. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. All right. What do we think? Does this album, The Stranger? Listen, The Stranger is good. Okay, Stranger Danger of falling in love with this album. I think I might have to go see him at Madison Square Garden. Is this Rolling Bone should have been higher up on the list or a lower number? Should have this been a rolling groan, okay? Uh. Hey, Billy Joel, you should be a stranger to me. Goodbye. See you later. Or should it be rolling well-toned, okay? And I can't think of any other uses of the word stranger, okay? And you have to respect how strong I am right now in this moment. Respect. Thank you. Okay? Uh, uh, Let's go, Russell. What do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling boned, or rolling Mm. groan, the stranger? There are four or five hits on this, this album that are just absolute killers for me. You know, we've talked about this. I don't know if it was Matt that brought it up, or I don't even, it might have been me. I don't even know. But when you get to the end of this, I want to start it over again. I want to start it over, and I want to listen to it again. We've listened to so many albums where, like, you get to the end, you're like, I'm done. I don't need it again. I need more of this album in my life. When I get to Everybody Has a Dream, I want to start it right back over at the beginning. 
with moving out in the parenthetical song. Yeah, and for true. me also, the the scenes from Italian restaurant is legit etched into my mind as one of my like five, 10 favorite songs ever. So for me, I'm going to say this is Rolling Boned. It needs to be way higher on the list. Wow. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Boned, or Rolling Grown? The Stranger by Billy Joel. Yeah, this is to me where one 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 of the places where the list really breaks down. It's wild to me. We've not heard Billy Joel at all yet. It's wild that we haven't heard this one. I'm not going to pick on specific things we've heard already, but these are great songs. It's a great band. He's a great songwriter, great pianist. I love his vocals. It's got to be rolling boned. Uh, Matt, he, what do you think? And, and Rob has mentioned before he has fingers that look like hot dogs, right, Rob? Like sausages, which are, yeah. which are, what are those made out of again, Rob? No, that was not this episode. And moms, oh, don't it? you dare download another episode. Oh, okay? sorry. Okay? Don't be bad moms. Be good moms. Sorry. Don't download another episode. Okay? Now, here's the deal. <laughs> Where are we in the show? Matt's Matt's right. Matt, rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown. And Matt? The, uh, hey, Matt, the old list had him at 70. What? The old list had him at 70. Mm. And it probably was... Rolling Boned at 70. Probably a top 50 album for me at least. So I'm going to say it. Rolling Boned should be way higher on the list. You bet. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. By the way, two Rolling Bones right in a row. I think that's a rolling three for three Rolling Bone. Crazy. That was back-to-back weeks. That's a yes. first. Yeah. That's wow. definitely a first. We did that last week too. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, who says all the so albums ago. coming up are dog shit? Not me. Those are two good ones right in a row. Here's the thing. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. No way. This gets a rolling Americone idiot because it was the wrong Billy Joel arms. I realized I screwed that up again. Rolling Americone idiot? Yeah, that's. I thought it was Billy Joel Armstrong. Oh, that makes sense. I realize now it's Amazon Music screwed it up. It's not great. Next up. What? Okay. Next up is a band. We were wait, wrong. Wait, we were that wrong, was the big it? finish? Listen, you, you okay? You know what my other one was? Do you really want to know what it was? It gets a rolling long eye loaned. I mean, there you, go. you oh, like that? Because nice. Billy okay. Joel's from where? Hey, because Billy Joel's drunk and drove all over long eye loaned. Man, right? that's crazy. You know, so what? The top top albums from Long Island are what? Public Enemy, Billy Joel, and De La Soul, right? Aren't yeah. those all three from? That's crazy. Hey, he's drinking and driving in that order. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. It's rolling Istanbul because they might be giants are also okay, from New so, York. You know what? Now I'm realizing I could have done rolling Italian. <laughs> Restaurant. I mean, that would have been so easy. Yeah, that's rolling seeds from an Italian. Okay, I'm going to edit all this out. Rolling seeds from an Italian. Okay, Matt, let's pick it up the pace a little bit next time. So we Rolling, she's so always a woman. Oh, my God. That's even gooder. <laughs> that's that's way better. Rolling only the good die young. Oh. Oh. That's well, you know what? I, I was wondering about my true self, and I realized I listened, I was listening to only the good die young, young Carl Jung. Carl Jung with myself, the self. The concept of that. I mean, it's nothing to think about. Anyway, here's the deal. Next hey, up. Roll, roll have, moving out Anthony's soul. <laughs> parentheses, Rob. You gotta pay attention to those. Russell, I love thinking of ideas for lists and then making you do the work. One of my favorite. Yeah, what was up eggs. with that? I was, I'm busy. So busy. I got you good ones though, didn't I? It was a good one. Istanbul, I'll take it. Here's the deal. Next up, a band inspired by what rock and roll winery did to Russell's jeans. 
It's Disraeli's Gears by Cream. <laughs> It'd be Cream. Oh. When you want to hear about Oh, moms, don't listen to the last part. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be Cream. It's a good album. Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce. That other guy. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, Eric Clapton. Jack did it better. We didn't get to get all my to lyrics. I was going to share a few more of my lyrics with you guys if I could. Take your time. One of them was um, drop a dime in the box, play the bit about meatloaf and the vaccines. Oh. TLC, Mariah Carey's Red Tights, Rob's Sweet Romantic Teenage Nights. Oh, Rob's Sweet Romantic wow. Teenage Nights. It's time to say. I also had a bit in there about how Rob didn't get invited to Aaron's wedding, too. And because he was a sloppy dresser that wore that wore oh, sandals on. to a wedding. This is this is adding on to things Let's that I don't like about sure. myself. Oh, I just remember the candy thing I went through earlier this episode. Oh, That's a bummer. That was rough. rough. Uh, oh, I smashed my balls. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it would make him laugh. I knew it. <laughs> the, the lyric was. I, knew, I told you it would. The lyric was: Aaron and his lady were still going steady in the summer of 2005 when they decided the marriage would be at the end of July. His wedding dance moves may be crazy, but what Rob's wedding attire was much too lazy. So Robbie checked the mail, but got no invite. But there Robbie was wearing sandals, maroon shirt, and gold tie. 